Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the role of faith in healing. So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing, first of all, what faith is. We're going to talk about some of the barriers to having faith the role of faith specifically on the healing journey and finally how to develop faith in your life how to develop this life skill so you can use it to heal so you can use it on the healing journey so to begin faith is an extremely important life skill on the healing journey i would go so far as to say that without faith we cannot truly heal now the faith that i'm referring to isn't necessarily a religious faith or a particular doctrine that we put our faith into I'm referring to faith that is the belief that things will work out in life regardless of how they appear, how our life circumstances appear. I'm also referring to the faith when we discuss faith in a higher power, a higher power that is continuously there to assist us when we call upon it. So whether we realize it or not, we all actually live with faith. Uh, Even someone who doesn't believe in faith is, in fact, living with faith. Just the fact that we believe that the world will be around tomorrow takes a certain amount of faith. So faith is essentially the suspension of logic and the ability to uh, believe that something will be experienced even though maybe we don't have proof for it. So the reason why many of us struggle with faith is because maybe early on in childhood or in past relationships, we have trusted somebody or something and that thing or that person betrayed us or let us down. So as a result, we learned to remove trust and faith in people or the universe or even in ourselves in in an attempt to protect from, from getting hurt again, from further hurts. So faith becomes particularly difficult when we have been, let's say, spiritually or religiously wounded and we've had the very avenues of connection to a higher power exploited and ultimately used against us. So those who have experienced religious or spiritual abuse, it could be much more difficult to get back faith because the very thing that we're trying to trust ultimately has been tainted, has been distorted. Now, because specifically in childhood, our parents hold sort of a godlike power over us. Uh, When we have parents who are abusive, if they're controlling, narcissistic, exploitive, it will most usually translate into us having a difficult time trusting a higher power. Uh, Basically, in childhood, our parents were very much our higher power. So this adds to the difficulty of letting go, surrendering, and having faith in a higher power to heal. So ultimately, parents in this instance have made it very difficult to develop this life skill of of, uh, having faith, which is an extremely important life skill to heal. So faith, as I see it, is a muscle, uh, and it gets stronger the more we exercise it, and ultimately the the less faith we have, uh, the weaker uh, it gets. So when we were raised around chronically untrustworthy people, it's safe to say that we're going to struggle with faith, not just in people, but in ourselves, and ultimately we're going to have a hard time having a faith-based mindset. So the opposite of a faith-based mindset is a fear-based mindset, and that's usually what happens when we're raised in unsafe homes. We'll have a hard time trusting, uh, letting our guard down, and just going with the flow of life, right? So a fear-based mindset is one where we feel alone, right? We feel at odds with the world, constantly looking for the things that can go wrong in life. Uh, We have a hard time being at peace with ourselves. We catastrophize, we overthink, 
or extremely untrusting of ourselves, of people. Uh, we become controlling, right? We live with anxiety and stress about, let's say, the unknown. And needless to say, we're not at peace with life, with ourself. So we can see off the bat that a faith-based mindset is one that can uh, offer a great deal of, of peace, of inner tranquility and happiness uh, into our lives. And the more we develop faith and the more we allow the the flow of the present moment, which we'll talk about shortly to, to happen, the more we can develop that inner peace. And, and ultimately, uh, we can start to see just how important faith is on the healing journey. So when it comes to specifically the healing journey, a significant portion of why healing happens is because we allow it to happen. So healing isn't so much about what we do as it is about allowing the healing process to occur by getting out of the way, right? getting out of our heads, breaking down defense mechanisms, and then ultimately being in the present moment and allowing the universe or our higher power to heal us. So faith from this perspective is this very allowing. So when we have faith in a higher power to heal us, essentially what we're doing is we're giving permission for this power to work in our lives, a power that if we do not give it permission, ultimately it cannot do its thing. It cannot heal us. So on the healing journey, when we talk about letting go and surrendering, essentially what is being asked of us to do is to accept the healing journey that comes through us, that, that gets channeled through us as we are present. When we practice present moment awareness, right? Break down those barriers to intimacy, break down defense mechanisms that get in the way of allowing this flow, this ener this healing energy to flow and trusting that whatever experiences show up in our life, whatever triggers, right, are activated, that this is all part of the healing journey that's designed to bring us to a greater place of integration, wholeness, and peace. And this takes a certain amount of faith and trust because if we do not have that, then we're going to, uh, if we get activated, we're going to get defensive, we're going to become controlling, and ultimately we're, we're going to freeze up. We're not going to uh, allow ourselves to embrace this pain and, and the struggle of the healing journey. Now, in addition, Faith is a life skill that's going to challenge our ability to suspend our belief systems. It's going to uh, challenge the ability to sort of not buy into everything we see or hear or think. It's going to force us to suspend or challenge us, I should say, to, to suspend what our mind tells us, what logic dictates, and trust in something we cannot see. So all of these things are threats to the ego that is very much in need of control. It struggles to let go. It, it attaches to, to, to logic. It's intellectual. It needs proof. It wants proof to things. Otherwise, it doesn't buy into them. And this is why an additional reason why faith is difficult for abuse victims who are often wounded and uh, live in a fear-based mindset and ultimately are identified with the ego. And the more we cling to ego, the more we identify with ego, the, the harder it is to identify with soul. So faith is something that comes quite natural to the soul. Uh, so having faith has a lot to do with letting go of the ego identification and realizing that the ego is going to have a hard time letting go. It's going to have a hard time in the unknown. It's going to have a hard time in the present moment because it's going to experience sort of an ego death. But when we identify with the soul and we allow ourselves to let go and have faith, this is what heals us. And then when that happens, we realize that we are not the ego. We don't have to identify with the ego. And so it's okay if it has a death. And in reality, the ego doesn't die. It just transforms. Now, furthermore, faith is something that requires us to develop and refine additional life skills, such as trust, right, being vulnerable, letting go, being open, honest, and authentic, and ultimately being present in the moment. So all these things are going to be tremendously difficult for abuse victims. And again, why faith can be, can be really a, a difficult for, for those who have been traumatized or wounded. Perhaps the most fundamental element of faith is courage. So faith is a skill that comes down to making the choice to have faith. It's not airy-fairy. It's not ethereal. It's quite practical. And what it is, it's a moment-to-moment -moment choosing 
to not go in defense into defense mechanisms, to not fall back into fear-based patterns, but rather letting go of the of the control and allowing ourselves to 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 embrace the unknown and uh, choosing to be courageous even in the face of fear. So with great courage is going to come great great healing. In fact, healing does take a certain amount of courage. Faith takes a certain amount of courage because ultimately uh, you're you're sort of trust falling with the universe or our higher power. Uh, and and uh, ultimately the way I see it is that when we open up after we've been hurt, betrayed, we're not putting our trust and faith in man. We're not putting into false gods, not in our parents, right? Not not into society, but we're trusting and having faith in, in our higher self and in, in the God of our understanding, one that is infinitely compassionate, loving, protecting, and healing. Uh, so this is the only power that can truly heal, heal our wounds, our wounds of childhood, our traumas, our mental illnesses, and uh, develop the wholeness and healing that we so deeply crave and want, but so often eludes us. So we can see that it's truly through faith which is allowing the universe to do its thing. It's almost like giving permission for, for the universe or the higher, uh, higher self or the God of our understanding, whatever higher power you have, to work its way in our life. And uh, if we have patterns of resistance, if we have patterns of avoidance of ourself, if we have uh, defense mechanisms, if we are ego identified, or if we have a, a strong resistance to the humility it takes to let go and to trust and to, uh, to, uh, to allow, then it's gonna be hard to do this. So I want to finish off this episode with a couple of a couple of final thoughts regarding faith. Faith may seem weak. It might seem extracurricular or perhaps reserved for some spiritual uh, or religious group. Now the way I see it is, it, it's absolutely not. Faith takes tremendous strength because it's so hard to let go of reason, of logic, of control, and the ego's grip of of the known, and ultimately to let go and to let God. Right. So the AA, the anonymous groups, they talk about letting go and letting God in order to overcome an addiction. And the reason this is the case is because when we are wounded, when we have addicted, we have essentially put our trust and faith into the into the drug of choice, which is a false god. Uh, we're looking for salvation. We're looking for savior. We're looking for for love. Or we're looking for healing in that drug of choice. And this is a false god. So this god can only make false promises. It can soothe us, but ultimately it betrays us and it never it never heals us. And it, it leaves us feeling more wounded, betrayed, uh, as if than before, right? So when we shift into having a faith, having faith in the God of our understanding, our higher self, when we're present in the moment and practicing surrendering and letting go, we can really overcome anything and everything, regardless of how dark, bleak, or or dis destroyed our life has become. Because what we're putting our power in is much stronger and more powerful than anything around us that can that can cause us pain and that can traumatize us and wound wounded uh, wound us. And, and regardless of how traumatized or victimized or how hard it might seem to recover, how difficult it might be, uh, how hard it is to imagine being healthy, the truth of the matter is, is when we do let go and we have faith, that in a sense gives permission to the God of our understanding, our higher self, to work its way through us and allow the love that that is experienced through being present in the moment and breaking down the resistances to present moment awareness, which essentially is intimacy. So by allowing in, the int, being intimate with life allows that that healing energy to flow through us, that unconditional love, and ultimately that is the very thing that heals us. So if you were an abuse victim and you were raised in a fear-based mindset, it's safe to say that faith sounds crazy. It sounds like uh, re reckless behavior. It perhaps sounds like suicide because how could I trust again? How could I let go? How could I let my guard down? How could I let anybody close to me, which would ultimately cause me to get hurt again? So faith is, there's faith in your higher self, but also there's a faith in life and a faith in yourself that you'll be able to overcome whatever comes your way and 
exercising this faith muscle allows us to let go of resistances, of controlling behaviors, of attaching to things for safety, and allow us to truly let go and surrender to that which heals and keeps us safe and ultimately meets our needs in a timely fashion. And that is, like I mentioned a couple different times, the God of our understanding, our higher self. And the famous expression of everything you want is on the other side of fear is because faith is quite literally the opposite of fear. So when you overcome your fears and you take that leap of faith, right, and you have the courage to go into the unknown and challenge the narratives, challenge the things we bought into, the patterns of relating that, uh, that are leading us down destructive path pathways, and we have faith that when we let those patterns go, when we let go of our addictions, our attachments of that which doesn't serve us, what will be waiting for us on the other side is everything we need, and ultimately that will be what allows us to grow, to be happy, to be whole, and to be healthy. So I hope this podcast episode resonated with you and, and, and uh, gave you some insights on how important faith is and uh, ultimately how faith can be used to heal. If this is a struggle for you, if you're struggling to tap into that faith muscle, it'd be an absolute honor to assist you in developing it. This is something that has absolutely fundamentally changed my life. I was someone who lived in my head, lived in my thoughts, was extremely neurotic, controlling, and uh, just had no grace. And, and it was very difficult to, to be around other people around me. And ultimately, it was, it was very difficult to be alive because I was always in fear and worried and living in my head and, and terrified of the future and living in the past, living in my head. So definitely not a comfortable and not a, not a fun and enjoyable existence. So when you develop faith, you really it really allows you to get into the present moment and just go with the flow of life, which is it never disappoints. And uh, it allows us to really reach our full potential, allows us to attract situations and people that challenge us to grow. Uh, so faith is such a fundamental part of, of healing. And uh, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, it'd be an absolute honor to uh, to work with you in this capacity. Feel free to reach out to me directly. My email is yetz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. My phone, 818-210-6049. Thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.